walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. It's the hardest. Walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. Yeah, get your boots ready. We're about to go on a trip where we wrestle nobody, settling or calling it quits. You're here for the grit, betcha this stuff is amazing. You're stumbling, welcome to the bump in the apron. Step into it, the hardest part of the ring. Here to bring fun, yeah, and this art is king. It's the best thing, making sure you don't tap out. Don't go soft with the hardest part cast out. And it's not just another one, it's clear. Off the rest, in this content, none can test. Take the nonsense off the steps. You know it's nothing but Pure gems when it's coming off the chest. Get it? Now it's time to sit and relax. Get your mind blown away. Ain't no skipping this track. Have you paid more attention? No listening gap. Get everything I ever wanted. No giving it back. Yeah. Ooh. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Apron Bump Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle, otherwise known as the hardest part of the ring. How's everybody doing today? How's everybody's blood pressure doing? How's everybody's A1C? I hope everybody's healthy and happy and hard and horny and hungry. Um, is my cat about to puke? Do, cat owners out there. Do your cats have like a specific meow when they're about to puke? Because Dwayne's, because he has all sorts of hairballs. You know, his normal meow is meow, right? Kind of Gary-esque from SpongeBob. But when he's about to puke, he sounds like a human almost. It's like, a, oh, you know, I don't know what humans sound. Oh, sounds like me when I asked my wife to strap on that. Um, now, nah, well, never mind. Uh, well, speaking of pegging, Winnipegging, Winnipeg is not where we're at. We're actually in Vancouver. But it's all it's Canada. It's all the same. Everywhere's the same up there. Every person, every ecosystem, every everything up there is the same. It's all just snow and bullshit and bagged milk and poutine and the the expos like all that stuff is up there. And you know what else is up there? The World Wrestling Federation for in your house nine international incident who doggy what a program this was not really uh well actually there is some good stuff which we will get to we'll get to the best and the worst of this show if you stick around to the end of the podcast where the hardest promotion battle of 1996 continues wwf versus wcw versus ecw we will grade this show and we will pit what WWF is doing at this point in 1996, mid-July, against what WCW and ECW are doing. We're going to look at all the criteria, the in-ring, the out-of-ring, overall, minor stuff. I mean, the best and the worst of the mid-90s wrestling. We'll get to it all. And whoever wins that uh, competition at the end of 1996 will earn a purchase from me of one of their championship belts. So whoever wins at the end of it, those are the stakes. So make sure to stick around to the end. It's always a fun old time kind of looking at what each company is doing. 
especially for this show, because I think there might be some bests, maybe some worse. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I don't plan it out as I do it. So we'll walk through it together. But in your house nine, what are we getting into today? So we are fresh off the heels off of King of the Ring 1996, where we got, of course, the Stone Cold promo that everybody knows and loves. Austin 316 is in the is in the zeitgeist, is in the atmosphere, but it isn't really a thing yet, I would say. But we're we're making moves towards that as we see Stone Cold face Mark Merrow on this show. We also got the furthering of Mankind and Undertaker. We got Gold Dust here. We got the tag team tied the tag team divisions in shambles, but we'll get into that. Uh, but the main events is a uh, six-man tag. The People's Posse versus Camp Cornette. And we'll get into who that who is involved and what's not involved. No titles are on the line. Look, I, I looked at this card before I watched the show, right? Because I've never seen the show before. I looked at the card on Cage Match, and I was not looking forward to watching the show at all. However, in watching it, I think it kind of won me over, especially the main event. But we'll get into why. We'll get into the good, the bad, the ugly. But, but I'll tell you who is not ugly. It's quite handsome. Just from the Get Show podcast joins me on this lovely, lovely show. Returning to the show. Always a awesome time with Just. Check out the Get Show podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. They get into a lot. They get into wrestling. They get into non-wrestling. They have fun with wrestling. They do games. They do fun topics. It's a hoot. It's a big old hoot over there. Also, check out Marks and Mikes, where you can find just talking about the current product and whatever tickles their pickle. They, wherever Just is, it's going to be entertaining. So go follow my boy. All that info will be in the description below at Get Your Podcast. And hey, while you're just following people, why don't you follow me at Apron Bump on all the social medias, apronbump.com for all my full episodes and whatnot. Hey! If you like this era of wrestling, maybe you're just popping in cold. Maybe you're just tuning in for the first time. Hey, guess what? Hypothetical new listener. I cover this whole era, pal, as well as several other eras. And you can go to apronbump.com and you can go to the episodes tab and you can filter down to whatever era you'd like to hear me recap and talk about with various podcast guests. Uh, for this one in particular, you can filter down. You can filter down to new generation where you'll have the chronological reviews of all the new generation pay-per-views starting from WrestleMania 10, or you can filter down to Wrestling Wars of the 90s, where that'll also include WCW and ECW, along with the WWF pay-per-views. All of this stuff chronologically in order, so you can, we can live through this era and how things have evolved over time. It's always a silly, silly time. It's a lot of cat, a lot of characters in this, uh, in this era, for, for better or worse. So. Check it out. Give the podcast a follow, a rate, a review. If you're watching on YouTube, give a subscribe, a like, a bell, a bump, a, a tickle on the cheek, a, a finger in the ass. Do all of those things in that order. Um, hey, guess what? Got a new Discord. Just started uh, as of recording this a few days ago. Uh, so go join, go join the Discord, why don't you? I'll put a link in the description as well. You can find it on my my ex account in the uh, in the bio but uh yeah it's 
Still early stages at this point, but we could we talk current wrestling, we talk old school wrestling, we talk other nonsense. Um, I'm planning on doing like a pay-per-view predictions league of some sort, probably around Royal Rumble time. That'll be starting. We'll be, you know, announcing watch alongs there and all that stuff, right? So again, early, early stages still building, but get on the train now. The apron bumpers is the Discord name, but I'll put the link in the description below. I think I've rambled enough. Let's get to some in your house. Why don't we? WWF in your house nine international incidents with myself and just from the get show podcast. You know, is that just a uh, like the ethnic section in a grocery store, but a whole grocery store? This is no, actually, this is a whole grocery store, actually. And it's so funny because my whole girl, Jizzy, yeah, she found a background similar to this, but it's like it's of the back back aisle. So it looks like she's in the back corner. What's in the back corner of that of that just, store? Chips, chips, you know, shrimp chips. chips. It's like those uh, stupid ass Snoop Dogg chips. Or oh, uh, what are those called? Oh, they're like rap. Fuck, I'm gonna look it up. Snips? Nah, what am I talking about? Snips? Oh, skip, uh, zip, zip. Uh, oh, oh, they're gonna be in this episode right here. Rap chips, Damn. dude. I I've never ever in my life have watched so much goddamn body donna, donna <laughs> damn it. body donna matches it's only you well really? you, oh, you're you welcome i watch so much body donna's man you're welcome buddy. like like i think i was telling this before them and smoking guns was a, a failed a failed tag team i think this is the reason why tag teams just don't do it <laughs> anymore is because of this era you know you know, I mean, do you think it was failed because of the talent or because of how they were booked or both? I think I think everything. I yeah. just I just think the the character gimmick for both teams, the era, yeah, the all four men, they because you know even even a mate even a like a, a makeshift tag team has chemistry, right? Mm -hmm. Right. These guys just they're just like yeah, we're here for eight hours. We're gonna clock in. <laughs> <laughs> you do is that how long the you opening sell, match was? i'll come in with the hot tag you sell it next week i'll come in with the hot tag and we're and we're off i'm gonna tell you, you know? something right now man i didn't i didn't hate either team here on this show uh you know i'll say this actually i'll say this i don't like the body donnas as a babyface team i think that's dumb i don't know what they were thinking yeah you know what i, I they could have had they could have had a little bit longevity if they stayed that like heel sarcastic like type you know right well, um, and I think uh, like the smoking guns too. Like if they were more, they had more. If they had like more of an edge to them as heels, like uh, what was the Toy Story guy? Um, what you, no, no, Toy Story two, the bad guy. Uh, fucking uh, Dick. Another thing to Google. First of all, it was rap snacks. By the way, were the chips rap snacks? Oh, okay, Toy okay, Story okay. two. Well, the villain was the collector, wasn't it? Well, the 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 main uh, fuck. What's his dick? What's his name? What's his? By the way, if you hear a lot of chopping going on, <laughs> like there's people fixing our roof right now. So and they have not stopped since. What goddamn time is it? It's got to be pitch black on a roof. Yeah, dude. It, it's it's like yeah, it's pitch black right now. It's the sun's going down. And they're just up there willy nilly. Ah, oh, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll put the yep. the shingle here and bing bang. They got boom. the Holland and Oats amped up too too high, you know. 
Stinky Pete. If 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 oh if sm- <laughs> smoking guns <laughs> the sheriff was, the yeah sh- <laughs> if it was like Stinky Pete then uh, I think the smoking guns would have been <laughs> success successful yeah I and I and then like the whole thing about Sunny going back and forth with these two it just made a weird you know, yeah. I think ultimately, man, it's just a reason to get Sunny out there. I feel like she's the star, and everybody yeah. else is just working no. around her. That's what uh, that's what Jerry Keeglaw was saying. That's what he Jerry Key said. He said, "Oh, it's just you know, I'm just watching Sunny for most of these matches." Yeah, I mean, it's kind <laughs> of uh, the reality. I mean, she uh, was. Uh, it, he's he's right on that though. So, uh, Sunny or Sable or Marlena. It are we? What are we doing? Are we? I mean, we could do a fuck kill Mary. Yeah, fuck kill Mary. Sure. Uh, Sable. Fuck kill Mary. Oh, I was gonna say who who are gonna be the study group. You know, what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Yeah. Study group. Um. Um. Janitor. And uh, fluffer. Uh. Okay. If we're just gonna say that between the two. You know what? I I think I'm gonna go Sable. Yeah. I I think I think I think she let I think she, backstage she she had more personality than she showed in ring you know sure um uh, just I mean we don't study. care about the women in the wrestling what that's not what they're for <laughs> who would you rather give the business I to think, Justin I think I think Sunny was just way too yeah you know she's just way too into herself you know really and you don't think Sable was. I mean, not to that, not to that extent, you know. See, not to that extent. I mean, we're t- if we're talking like, you know, if we're talking like, you know, can you have a conversation with them? Well, actually, can you have a conversation with any of these two? Probably not. I wouldn't want uh, to talk to either of them personally, but <laughs> maybe Marlena though. If we're if we're adding the third wheel, but, in oh, there. see that I was gonna say if we're gonna choose, uh, if we're gonna throw in Marlena in there, I would choose. I would definitely go with Marlena. She's definitely. Has the more personality. She's out more going. She's more chill. Got that cigar breath, though. So you got to take that into, a, you you take into account. Well, now it's acceptable to wear masks, so it's all good. <laughs> See, problem solved. Right? Yeah. Come on now. like Just like Michael Jackson. You just be like Michael Jackson, and, you know? So you think Michael Jackson was the trendsetter is what you're saying? Did, did Michael oh, Jackson definitely. create COVID? Is the, is the I don't think he created, but I think he knew how to prevent. You know what I'm saying? With the right. gloves, with the one glove. He would have thrived you know in saying? 2020 if he was here, Michael Jackson. He- <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> by the way, I'm, I'm stalling talking about the show because I, man, this was a uh, dude. This was tough. This was an interesting. This I, was I, tough. I didn't hate it, but here, here, here's a question. So, in your house, right? It's like an in between pay per view. Obviously, uh-huh. would you? Because I'm thinking, because like, like nowadays, pay per views or PLEs, they almost are like. It's just extensions of TV shows rather than pay-per-views yeah. a lot of times, at least yeah. like a crown jewel or a backlash or whatever the hell. It always feels like just a, a glorified house show of sorts. Do you think there's any comparison between modern day PLEs and in your house pay-per-views back in the day? Oh, well, 100%. I mean, like when you look, when you look at some of the, uh, even if we, if we uh, bring it down to like even the takeovers, right? Or the yeah. special events that NXT does, the Halloween Havocs, the deadlines, those are straight up mirroring what an inner house is. I mean, right? They're just, um, 
they're just the same thing. It's just that you have more intense matches in the show instead of just like a storyline being played out um, mm-hmm. throughout the show, you know? Um, but to me, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're one and the same. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's no title matches on this card, which is an interesting choice. Especially yeah, I with, know. Right. With the opening match, like you can kind of understand some of the time, cause a lot of it's wrapped up in the six man main event, but like, I don't know. And you got some people injured, which we'll get into that. There's like matches that were supposed to happen that didn't happen. But <laughs> I guess my thing is like, if the expectation is just like a glorified TV show, then I think it was a fine show. But if we're comparing this to like a WrestleMania or Royal Rumble, I mean, this is just like, you know? Yeah. And I think for, for most of WWF at this time, that's a lot of their pay-per-views leading up until, you know, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, you know, the big ones. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, this a lot of this is building to SummerSlam, which I guess it's effective in that way. But, um, but I guess we'll get into it. I guess we'll get into it. But <laughs> we got to we got to start off with the free for all. Just oh my gosh! Did you oh did you ever? Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's online anywhere, but did you watch this live by any chance? Did you catch the free for all? No, you know what? I didn't catch the free for all, right? But I did see like parts of it, like on YouTube. Right. You was know, it, I did because like there's like snippets of it and stuff like that. And I'm glad I, I didn't miss it. You know, like you you don't want to watch Justin Hawk Bradshaw versus Savio Vega. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad to know that this is what they were doing at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, okay, he's, Bradshaw's <laughs> getting the jump on getting those dirty dude, browns out of my country. Dude, he was know? starting early with this. He was starting early with his, uh, his GBL uh, campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had that it was a match. I don't know who won it. Who cares? Um, right. But there's also a segment which they played in the beginning of this pay-per-view. I guess Jim Cornette and uh, Jose Lothario were in the ring. Oh, big time. Big time. Jose, of course, the uh, the trainer of Shawn Michaels, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess it, Jose swung at him. Cornette and Lothario started scuffling and then Vader came in who is, uh, you know, Jim Cornette's boy He comes in and Shawn Michaels comes in to protect Jose and they're teasing the main event. So it was uh, rackets are flying. I don't, I don't know if you had any thoughts on that. Oh, 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 did you hear the description that Cornette gave though? Like what happened? Uh, I, he said I, that Lothario it? had a blade on him. <laughs> He's like, well, that old oh, man, he all of a sudden, he had a blade on me, Jerry. He had a blade on me and tried to swing at me. I mean, if there's anybody that, you can that, trust. That old bastard Shawn Michaels came in and interrupted. By God the way, damn. shout out to Shawn Michaels. Shout out to Shawn Michaels for sliding into that the slide. ring like that. Yeah. Dude, come on, man. Slid like 15 Ooh. feet and to get in oh. front of Vader. Oh, man. At this time, there's nothing that Shawn Michaels can't do. You know what I'm saying? Even just a, a regular slide into the ring is so smooth, you know? Do you think he greased himself up a little bit? I mean, he might have had help. Oh, yeah. He might have been greasy already. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sunny days, sunny side up. Who's with me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so speaking of which, she's out here. Sonny's out here with, uh, you know, we, we brought it up earlier, but we got a non title. Tag team match. Why is it non title? Who does? I have no idea. <laughs> like, why? Because, yeah, it's the champions, the smoking guns going up against the body Donnas, skip and zip. But yeah, zip. I agree. I don't know. Like, like, why not just make it a title match? Like, who cares? Yeah, because, like, 
Uh, I know that I don't think we did the in your house before this one, but I know mm. we did uh, the one with Kevin Nash, right? Yeah, the seven. best friends, better enemies. And I know there was one where the body diners was in in between one that you reviewed, and each time that they they've been on the pay per view, mm-hmm. the tag team titles have been on the line, right? Except for this time, which makes no sense, you know. Do you think uh, maybe Sonny got in Vince's ear or his pants? <laughs> You know, maybe both, maybe both. You don't you know? know what he likes. That's a good point. Hey, hey. Um, but you know, who's not here is cloudy. Cloudy's not here. Unfortunately, you remember cloudy by any <laughs> oh chance? She's a handsome yeah, woman, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Beefy broad. Some may say, uh, <laughs> don't, don't know what happened to cloudy, but she's not here. And, uh, but the, the, you know, the body Donna's cause cloudy was the, uh, when Sonny left, the Bonnie Donnas, they got Cloudy to take her yep. place, but then Cloudy left, and the Bonnie Donnas are like, "Well, hey, we Cloudy made us realize that we don't need a manager because the the fans are our manager because they're all behind us." And then they come out and no, crickets, right? <laughs> what, what, and like it's so and it's so dumb when you look back at it. They couldn't just find another name, right? But they had to like because it's like Reverse Sunny. What's Reverse Sun? Cloudy. So let's right. name her Cloudy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how that's how the creative w- was back then in WWF. It it wasn't it just wasn't good. Well, hey know? now they do you know how Cloudy's spelled? Tell tell the fans how 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 K L O U D I. So it's pretty creative, right? Cloudy, Cloudy. <laughs> hey, who was this Buns of Steel chant for? At some point, the match was going on, and there's a Buns of Steel chant. I didn't know who they were talking to. Were they talking uh, to? Uh, I mean, Zip? you don't think uh, uh, Tom Pritchard had uh, a hefty uh, cheeks? You know, he does. Tom Pritchard remind you of Paul Orndorff at all? Oh yeah, dude. The, the way dude, he was the moving, body, the body, yeah. the body look, his yeah. face kind of a little bit, you know. But yes, the yeah. way he like would, you know, move like in the ring and stuff. Yeah. Definitely Paul Orndorff. Definitely. Got like kind of, some, kind, of a, kind of a juicy booty a little bit. Got some nice uh you know traps. It's got and... it's got some nice, you know, cheek roundage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know like, if that was actually the the cheer was for him though, but well, as we're talking through it, I think it's pretty clear it was for him. Bart I mean, Gunn, you don't think Bart Gunn through the, through those jeans, he, uh, you know show. Bart Gunn showing was a little, kind of, you know. He was kind of a stud peach. in this match, low key. Bart Gunn. Peach going on. Oh yeah, no, he's. I mean, the, the way he was exploding with these like clotheslines, Bart Gun. I mean, he's got <laughs> that. It all comes from the uh, the anus. So, I mean, listen, when you're when you only got one move, you better make sure you do that one move good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what getting knocked out by Butterbing? That is yeah. one move. Oh, ooh. <laughs> uh, we're not there yet, but we're we're close. No. We're close. Um, I don't know anything in, in this match stick out to you. Um, in, in, in particular. There's there's one part of the match where uh, Sunny pre- 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 pretends that she's getting fainted, like she's fainting, mm-hmm. right? Right. And Chris Cardino is Skip. Yes. So he goes out to go check on her, and then it's just a you know a decoy for him to get double clothesline, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's such like a play on his real life with Sunny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Sonny will just tease and tease Chris Candino. He'll always check up on her just to get clotheslined by Shawn Michaels' the, dick. Shawn, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I was gonna say the life situation, the the situation of the of his life, you know, life situations. But yeah, Shawn yeah. Michaels' dick too. You know? Right, <laughs> right. Well, um. Yeah, yeah so no. that, that, I, I thought that was a clever little spot, you know, we're playing on, you know, the body Donna still love Sonny, but Sonny doesn't love them. And the, right. the guys, that's fine. That's whatever. Um, I did. I mean, my favorite part of this whole match was the guns trying to do the, the team angle double team, you know, world's greatest tag team. I don't know if you remember, oh. but Shelton Benjamin yeah. would hold the guy on the rope. Mm-hmm. And then, or no, Charlie Haas would hold the guy and then Shelton would jump over Charlie to do land like on the guy's back. The guns try to do it, but Billy, I think Bart was supposed to like bend down or something because they he completely missed it. Couldn't jump high enough. And from there on, I think they all just felt a bit silly, you know, so. They didn't even try to reset to do it again. <laughs> They're just like, fuck it. Let's keep going. Next move. Next move. Billy didn't even really try. I mean, he could have just like, I don't know, shoved Bart's head yeah. down. And I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think anybody was confident in this one. Um. Bart Gunn does some stuff. He, he catches Skip from the top rope in a pretty impressive looking power slam. I yeah, mean, Bart, Bart Gunn good. looked pretty good in this match, I thought. But I mean, the tag team was he's still in jeans at the end of the day. So right, right, right. right. Uh, but the finish comes when uh, the guns are trying to do their uh, what's it called? The sidewinder. When the sidewinder. Like, yep. Bart has zip set up for a sidewalk slam. And I guess Billy's supposed to come off the top of the leg drop. But Billy is tied up outside flirting with Sonny, I guess. And then this allows Skip to hit Bart with a missile drop kick, allowing Zip to fall on top of Bart. Stupid ass names. Uh, so the body Donnas get the win. Don't win the titles, but they theoretically move up in the theoretical standings that may or may not exist. So that's fun, right? That's right. Because Zip and $20, Skip please. now won. Now they're rolling in their whip. And we out of here. You know... It's uh, that's bars. That's bars. I think you might have pulled that one out last time. Are, are there I any did, more? I did. I I, I switched it because it was different. Because I said flip and a couple other things, but you know, it's so easy to do. Can you can you freestyle? Can you add another uh, another stanza maybe? Another on the skip and dip, uh, skip and uh, yeah, skip or, and yeah, right. You know, the skip and zip. They do the flip. They put their hands. They do the dip. Mm. Now we're ready, like Indiana Jones. And grab the whip. Poof. Come on now. Uh, ow. Come on. Ow. These, these, Come on. these headphones are burning my ears. The fire is just coming <laughs> through them. Ouchie wowie. Well, anyway, speaking of fire, campfire, Camp Cornette backstage. And uh, it's Cornette, Owen Hart, British Bulldog, uh, Vader, and Jim Cornette, I guess, because the main event's going to be a six man tag with these fellas. Facing yep. off against Shawn Michaels, Ahmed Johnson, and Sid. Uh, apparently, Cornette says that if his team loses, he'll refund everybody's ticket. Everybody bought the pay-per-view, which is uh, bold. Yeah. Bold. Real bold. I guess he's still got that Smoky Mountain money, huh? Jesus, Jim Cornette. <laughs> I mean, what would have happened if, if the finish got fucked up? You know, sometimes the referee Dude. doesn't know the finish. It's like, oh, who shouldered it down? Oh, I counted. You would have been had an egg on his face, oh, huh? Oh, my God, man. My God, you, you think it's no, what he was said? The the one thing I remember about see, I think uh for this for this in your house, the one thing I got a kick out of is like the the little vignettes, the little backstage promos and stuff. 
Mm. This one in particular, though, it's like I if you go back and, and listen to a lot of people that worked at WWE at that time, they their issue was kind of Vader, right? Because right. he, he had came in and he was Big Bag Vader from Japan and WCW. And uh, he came back. He wasn't that guy anymore. Right. And so they had to kind of like coach him up the WWE style. Dude, when this promo started, like, so it starts out with the two, with, with them, Cornette, Bulldog, mm-hmm. and Owen, right? And midway through Cornette's promo, Vader walks in and then he walks in front of the camera and then to go around them to just be in the back. Like, dude, your ass is supposed to be there already. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) he's got to show everybody how big he is. You know, the like, dude, on live air, you're going to like, oh, that's my cue to walk in. Like, no, you should have been there. You know what I'm saying? And then and then he starts doing this growling thing with his tongue, his tongue and his mouth. And then like. The camera has no choice to like just go zoom in on his face. It was a lot. It was a lot of uh, that. That room must have been musty as hell with Vader's oh, dude, ass. Dude, his arms were like sweat meats. Like oh yeah, notoriously a smelly fella. This Vader. Yeah, probably and, hasn't. And to, give, to give all credit to Vader and stuff for his uh, his his wrestling like legacy and history, but you got to keep it one hundred. When he came to WWE, he he wasn't the same person. You know. Yeah, I'm wondering, you know, because I'm watching all this stuff in real time for the first time, and I th- at this point, I still, I still think he has some aura to him. Maybe he does. it's maybe yeah. it's after the Sean match at SummerSlam. I think it probably st- starts to go downhill. Probably, you know, Sean allegedly didn't like working with him, so it probably just all went downhill from there. But yeah, at this yeah, point, I think yeah. he's still got some uh, maybe some sauce to him a little bit. But he has a little bit, yeah. I still think that he could have been something better than what he ended up been, but that's yeah. also part of it is also on him too. I I feel yeah, not saying that sure. he's bad or anything, not saying he's bad, but like well, Nia Jax, kind of like Nia Jax, kind of like Nia Jax. So you're saying that Nia Jax and Vader are pretty much two peas in a pod? Um, in a way, yes, because a lot of people had said that Vader was too stiff when he came to WWE. Yeah. And, you know, if you look at Nia Jax's track record, that's kind of the similar thing. You know, when you look at the thing with Becky Lynch, Kyrie Singh, and all them, like, that is kind of within the same adjacent line to what Vader was doing when he got into WWE, too. Not to say that any mm-hmm. one of them was bad. It's just that, you know, when it came to in-ring, they were just a little too stiff. Yeah. I think uh, Vader's stiffness comes from him not giving a shit, and I think Nia's comes from just being unathletic. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I think Nia is just literally stiff. But, so, but you know what? I, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Nia Jax, would you? I'm sorry? Nia Jax. My internet's uh, breaking up. Nia Jax, would you? I'm sorry? My internet's um, breaking up. <laughs> That's crazy. We better, you better go unplug your router. <laughs> We'll come back to that, I guess. You'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Well, you know who I would is uh, Henry O. Godwin, who's here, taking on Mankind, the deranged Mankind. So it was originally supposed to be Mankind versus Jake the Snake Roberts, but Jake was in the hospital. I meant to look it up. Do you happen to remember Jake and his status here at all? I don't remember if Jake the Snake Roberts had an issue or if he just wasn't able to wrestle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that could be a legit reason why. 
it's just kind of weird though. Like when you think about this, like damn, they they actually wrestled mankind and uh and uh Henry uh, Henry Godwin. Dream match, right? <laughs> I mean, it's what everybody's yeah for the for the farmers, yeah for sure for the farmers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gonna it. take out the good old mankind? Okay, <laughs> this gonna be a bomb burner. Uh, yeah, there's nothing on his wiki about yeah because a commentary said that Jake Roberts had broken ribs from an attack on Vader, which I guess could be true. I don't know. Yeah, it could be true. Um, but he's not here, and who better to replace him than Hog? Out here with old Hillbilly Jim taking on Mankind. <laughs> so ultimately, this is kind of just a showcase for Mankind, which is fine. I don't yeah. think I was I didn't hate this match. I mean, it was a squash, a glorified squash. You know, yeah. But, you know, I think Mankind's presentation at this point is awesome. What do you think about this? Oh, dude, I love the I love that he had two songs, you know, saying the yeah. song would be one. And then the when he would leave would be a whole nother and the the, the different fonts, you know, because he had like a window sill at the end of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh I, I, I thought how they were building mankind, it was like the one thing that they got right in creative was this whole thing with mankind and McFoley. Like they they totally mm-hmm. sold me on, on everything about it. And and later on you'll see why too, you know. Yeah. Cause like WWF was grabbing a lot of ECW guys at this point, like with Shane Douglas, like they brought him yeah. over, gave yeah. him a, a whack gimmick and then it didn't pan out and he was gone within a matter of months. So I, I'm, you got to think like at the time people are probably thinking mankind's going to be the same or Mick Foley's going to be the same way. Like if they're going to oh, give him a sure, dumbass yeah. gimmick mankind, what the hell does that mean? They, nobody yeah. probably thought it would pan out, but like you said, it would go on to be like one of the biggest stars of the biggest era of wrestling. So exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, early mankind, he was really heavy on like the squealing like a pig and <laughs> pulling his hair out. <laughs> you know, doing all that. <laughs> what? What? Like, dude, this guy's crazy, you know? He's deranged, actually, Justin. <laughs> you, didn't, you Did you not hear Vince McMahon say it 1,200 times on commentary? He's deranged. Um, but he's also pulling out like the, the cactus Jack type stuff. Like when he exposes the concrete floor, um, gives hog a neck breaker on the floor, which doesn't seem very smart, but I guess he likes pain, which makes sense with his character, I guess. Um, hog in there. I mean, he's, he's hogging. Let me tell you, uh, ends up hitting, Mankind with a gorilla press onto the concrete floor, which looked pretty gnarly. Uh, Dude, I was ho- surprised that he could pick him up. Like when I was like, because he never did yeah. really any of the the power moves in terms of the Godwins. Well, it was it was off the apron. I mean, Hog <laughs> was, was on the floor. Mankind yeah. was on the apron. It was you know. But I mean, like you know, for him to go for him to do solo was pretty bold. I mean, I'm like, you know, like at one time, did anybody think that should we have a solo run for? Uh, for this Godwin guy? Well, but I guess this was just a one-off. It started off as just him. This is when uh, the Triple H hog pin match happened. That was before oh, Pig came into the equation. Right. Pig, hog, no pig. But then it was hog and pig. And now we're back to just hog. So, oh, my. Yeah, it was a good time, right? Good good times in, in the mid-90s. When you, when, you, when you watch those matches, is there ever a time where, like, I just wish I could get that time back? <laughs> So I'll tell you this, the hog pen match is actually not bad. 
It's like okay. a dead crowd. It's like it's weird. It's a dead crowd, but they're working. They're, they're bleeding. They're in pig shit. I think Triple H had got like an infected dude. And that's why I watched it one time when it happened. And I, I and knowing that there's like real pig, pig shit there. Yeah. I just couldn't watch it again. Go watch it again. It's a good time. I recommend <laughs> it. I recommend it. You won't be disappointed. You get, you get that eight stars. You get that eight stars. Oh, All man. Right. <laughs> eight stars in Arkansas. You know? Woo! Sweet. Well, uh, slop drop. Mankind counters. Holds the ropes to keep himself up. Locks in the paralyzing mandible claw. Hog mm. passes out. And uh, yeah, at this point, nobody's countered the mandible claw they're really this move no. is really over at this point so it, it's a it's a devastating move actually is it have you had it done to you um no not not that not, not by free. anyone that no not <laughs> <laughs> what about you have you or given it um i really thought about it i'd probably vomit i have a really bad gag reflex oh yeah that's right you told me about this yeah 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 remember when you were like in a little yeah we were talking about ice cream and stuff yeah it was like settle down um <laughs> but uh mankind wins pianos play him out he sprints to the back which will come into play later yeah um he, he had to get ready <laughs> <laughs> which I, I have a lot of questions about that oh yeah me too <laughs> um go ahead but before that, I have another question. Were there just it was at this point I noticed that there were just Mounties standing on this like because we're in Canada. Yeah. Inside the, outside the house. Yeah. Were they just standing there all night just to be Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get a statue or something? Well, I think it's like because you remember at the King of the Ring, they had like people that would just stand in front of the, the entrance. Matt I think it's Hardy. the same way. Yeah, man, and Jeff Hardy, right. I think it was just the same way. They would just be there just to be like, yeah, just to let you know we're in Canada. There's a Mountie right. at the front door. Bags of milk and uh, Canadian <laughs> bacon just in a pile. Tim Hortons, some Tim Hortons. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Talk dirty to me. Talk Maple dirty. bacon. You know Come what I'm saying? on now. So, come on. Smelly armpits. All of it. All of Whoa. it. Whoa. Whoa. Well, there's a lot of French there. You know, they don't like deodorant. <laughs> that's the one thing I've only been to Niagara Falls. That's that's my experience with Canada, and I just remember everybody's armpit smelled. A lot of beer. Really? Out there. Okay. Yeah. The only part of the only part I've been to is Toronto. Oh, how was yeah, that? I do want to visit uh, Nova Scotia. Yeah, what's there? I don't know. I just felt <laughs> like I just feel like shouting out another Canadian city that you know, sometimes never gets mentioned, you know, I'll tell you this big Nova Scotia following for the apron bump. So you're at the right place. Oh, Hey, yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Is that your Nova Scotia accent? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, some, someone that's, I think he's Canadian, right? Brian Pillman is Brian Pillman Canadian. Yeah. Cause, um, Oh, wait, is he Canadian or he just trained at the Stampede? Oh, we're hopping to Google again. Brian oh, Pillman. Boy. He's American, I think. Hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. He, I believe he is American because then he go to like uh he no, yeah, he's he was from Cincinnati. So he's uh yes. he's USDA. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, because Heart Foundation, I think we both thought, oh, they're all Canadian in there, but Bulldog was in there and stuff. Yeah, Bulldog, right, right, right. Um, but Jimmy he's Angle, here. Right. 
Pillman's here. And uh, he's, I guess, the, what, the host of the Superstar line? Is, is this what's I going on? I don't know if he just hijacked this whole segment. <laughs> because he's never done this and and any of the other in your house. It's always been like a wrestler that's either wrestling or yeah. uh, a ring announcer, right? And when he when he does this, he goes so off key. Talking Did about, he? oh, I can give you information about uh, the body dinas and uh, smoking guns and how they both want to get it on with Sonny. It's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe what he said is they both want to double team Sonny. Yeah, yeah. They both. And it's like they, he said something about hormones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think Cloudy stole all of them, but you know that's another oh, story. Oh, my gosh. Um, but yeah, the body. I don't know. Each tag team is in different rooms on the superstar line, and Pillman's like, oh, yeah, like, like you said. I guess he's yeah, yeah. walking us through it. You can call and talk yeah. to Brian Pillman, which, goddamn, pal, I'd, there's ever a time hey, to call I, the superstar dude, line. <laughs> I'll pay that for a dollar for sure, you know? Yeah, I mean, he has his broken ankle, so he's, they're making the use of him. So I can't totally blame him, I guess. But, um, but after that, we got Mark Marrow. Taking on Stone Cold Steve Austin. Did uh did Stone Cold's look uh did did you notice anything different? Well, he had he it wasn't necessarily the uh the smoking skull that we know, the logo, right? It was like uh it was like a, a font with stars in the bank in the back. And uh he didn't have the um the theme song yet. It was still like right. this weird that what that uh what's that what was his gimmick again? The the, the ringmaster. The ringmaster theme. You know what well, I'm saying? I thought it was odd that he had a logo at all because he's always just wrestled in black tights with no logo. So the, oh, okay. to see him black tights with a logo was very odd to me. But it, yeah, it was. It was. It was it was almost like if he didn't turn around, it's like who's that guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because he's like, yeah, he's like Stone Cold. He's there, but the logo just throws everything. I don't know. It, that just caught yeah, me off. No, no, you're right. Um, but yeah, we're in this weird limbo period because he is Stone Cold. You know, we're after King of the Ring. He's he's mm-hmm. done the promo and Austin 316, but that hasn't really taken off yet. But he's still kind of the ringmaster with the music yeah. and shit. And and the, he's kind of just a technical wrestler. There's not much to yep. him. I don't know. What'd you make of Stone? Just like seeing this version of of uh, Steve Austin here. The you could definitely see the uh, the essence of what Stone Cold would yeah. become, right? But then it's kind of like, man, just imagine if he never got injured, right? Because he was so fluent in this in this ring, and right. you know what? People people um kind of laugh about Mark Merrill and what he's doing now and what he did as a wrestler, but he could work. Oh, and yeah. I and I felt this pairing was right, you know, what I'm saying just to showcase what uh, Austin could do. Because he was really, really smooth in the ring. Those transitions Dude, and yeah. everything like that that he was doing. It makes you kind of like, man, I know he Stone Cold would eventually be become like the best wrestler. But imagine if he never got injured too, you know? Yeah. I mean, the fact that he was able to do what he did, basically not even being able to take a bump, really. Right. Is incredible. Right. right. Um, but yeah, to your point, it, it's to see him fresh as a daisy here, just flying around the ring, oh bouncing gosh, all over dude. the place. He's he's so good, man. Dude, he's Mero crashing too. into the ropes. He's crashing into the pads. He's yeah, crashing man. into the ground. Like he's doing a lot, a lot of selling. And you're like, you forget, like, man, he was really technically sound before he changed up his brawling to the brawling mm-hmm. st- the style, you know. So, dude, that elbow he did, that like Bret Hart style dude. elbow from the second rope, he like flies dude. all the way across the ring like yep. a bullet. 
so because you remember later on he has to pull him really close to the yeah it kind of just like falls down yeah 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 exactly um but yeah i I agree i think these two guys had really great chemistry i thought it was a really really good match and they're uh they're playing off because they fought at king of the ring in a tournament match and obviously that's the one where austin uh got his lip busted open and had to go to the hospital to get stitches and whatnot so they're playing off of that like you you busted my mouth open what kind of thing and (laughs) that's why we're having this match i guess so oh hell yeah (laughs) um and i didn't realize i guess the way he busted his mouth open was Mero was going for like a roll-up like a victory roll type thing accidentally kicked him in the face and they he does that in the beginning of this match is like which i thought was a fun little callback but austin like counters it and he's like ah no not this time what and uh he like throws him austin throws him to the outside and like catapults him into the ring post i guess trying to like bust his face open but right um which looked gnarly you got your little bitty eyes and the world's toughest son of a bitch yeah you're austin and nova scotia uh accents they're kind of the same yeah 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 (laughs) do you think that's really where stone gold's from That's why he's cold, huh? What? Hey, Nova Scotia? Listen, what? It's go. cold up there. I don't you even know if it's cold it, up what? there. I assume hundred degrees below zero. What? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's some good. Uh, so Stone Cold goes. They're like playing off of their King of the Ring match. A lot of things yeah. that they did were countered this time. Like Austin, he goes for the stun gun, like from a power bomb position to yeah. throat Marrow on the top rope, but which is a crazy move too. You know, yeah. like if you think about it, it could be it could be definitely like Mrs. Q a number of times if the if the mm-hmm. other person doesn't grab the rope. Yeah, and it kind of was here, but they they kind of course corrected a little bit. Um, yeah. so they're, they're back and forth. Marrow does a moonsault from the apron to the outside on Austin, which you're not seeing that type of stuff a lot in this era. No, so that was pretty no. sweet. Um, but at some point, Marrow's Mar- moonsault solid, man. It was pretty silent because he has like a ton of moves. He has like the bad day, the bad move, the bad. uh, Did did that one have a a name? Do you happen to know? I forgot what that was called. Maybe the uh, bad language. No, you got you got better one. Bad. uh, Bad. No, 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 no. How about uh, not bad? But how about worse? Worse. Oh, that's fun. Cause it, it was flip because it was Maybe. bad it was bad when he was johnny b bad but now he's evolved and now it's right. the worst everything's just the worst move the worst the day worst move, and then he gets to his super saiyan level it's horrible oh that's when he goes to uh you know mm-hmm. tna or something right <laughs> which is a thing he did go to tna oh yeah he did, yeah, which, he is, did. Which, which was actually horrible so <laughs> well uh but yeah so horrible, not not horrible stuff here though, because uh, the finish no, comes no, 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 no. when Marrow, you know, he's doing the ten punches in the corner. Austin tosses him like ten feet in the air, and Marrow lands Gooch first on the top rope. <laughs> Stone Cold goes for the stunner, but Marrow has it scouted this time, shoves him off, but Ugh. Austin's able to just like shot put Marrow again, crotching the top rope. Hits the stunner. One, two, One, three. Two, what? Three. Stone Cold wins. And uh, Marlena's out here at some point. I guess she distracted Mark Marrow. I don't know what the story is here. but uh, Yeah, I don't know if that was something that 
because I was trying to think back uh the raw before. Yeah. And I don't remember them actually having like a, a thing. I, I know that like doesn't Mark Merrow and Goldust have a thing later on though, but this is that's a whole year from now though, I think. Um Yeah, I don't remember where in the timeline. I mean I was watching yeah. the Raws leading up to the show, and maybe I fell asleep through a thing that I should have watched but uh, well i mean like like i had mentioned before like yeah the first three this is the match that kind of woke me up was uh yeah this match so and that got me ready for the next so got you raring to go well speaking of marlena speaking of gold dust he's here taking on the undertaker (laughs) what's wrong just oh yeah (laughs) you uh this is a pretty good one right no this is dude let me tell you something at this time, Goldust is so like controversial, right? Mm-hmm. And he's still trying to find his footing. And it's funny because this is like a resurgence of Undertaker at this time, too, right? I've right. always said the beginning of Goldust. Now, don't take it at face value. I've always said the beginning run of Goldust was similar to Undertaker's first run. Okay. Okay. He like Goldust wasn't fast just like undertaker he moved methodically through the ring he had his whole aura be the intimidation factor for his opponents the same thing with gold does mm-hmm. so like for these two to wrestle at this point i felt like they kind of mirrored each other yeah in certain in certain wavelengths which i had a tough time watching because i thought that they would have chemistry but they end up just kind of mirroring each other in some ways yeah what did you think? Is that too much of a stretch or no? I mean, I'm with you. I mean, I don't, it didn't really hinder my enjoyment of this match. I, I would say their oh, their, uh, liked it, yeah. their previous match at, at Beware of Dog Two, I thought oh, might have yeah. been a little better. The casket match, yeah. which is what they're playing oh, off dude, here, that was yeah. Um, that of course ended with mankind popping out of the casket, and they threw Taker mm-hmm. in the casket. So that's kind of where we're at with the story here. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's like it's like the beginning, like they make their entrances and I think it's the story of the match where Taker is yeah. just standing there still as a statue, <laughs> stoic. And then Gold Dust is on the opposite side of the ring, like holding the ref up like a meat shield. And then he like does <laughs> yeah. taunt at him and then Taker hits him with uppercut in the rough. To the, so, yeah, this, having this match, too, is entrances, too. That's the part that got oh, yeah, me. Yeah. Like both of them, Gold Dust and Undertaker. And then. When they get in the ring, there's like a good almost three minutes before they even lock lock up. Yeah. They're just looking at each other, you know, circling each other. They're doing the thing with the ref. It's like, That's yo, they're about, just man. like literally copying each other, you know what I'm saying? I'll tell you this. I think last time we were talking about this era, you brought up gold dust and how his cheeks look in his attire. Um, and I couldn't stop I couldn't look at anything else in this match, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I couldn't remember if you liked it or didn't like it because I mean, no, they... I, I was just saying that like it just didn't help him, and like, and like the bodysuit never left anything to the imagination. Like you just saw everything. You know, oh, maybe that's saying? what he wants. <laughs> maybe that's his distraction. <laughs> Look at this. I'm up here. You know, not it's a bad like, ass. Yo, on him, though. No, he doesn't have an ass. He doesn't have an ass on him. It's like I think a he has muffin. an ass. No, he. You think he has a... He's got some plumpness to him for uh you think so? okay. Review the tape. Okay. I mean, we gotta, you know, it's put, put up put up right now. Put up a picture right now. And uh, uh that's for my spank bank later. Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 
In post. In post, I'll, <laughs> the background through the whole episode will just be gold dust ass, I think. Maybe. Well, we'll measure it and we'll get the whole. Uh, yeah, know, yeah. We'll take the circumference. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but speaking of his ass, his, he goes ass first into the top of the steps when Taker choke slams him on. By the way, it's like, because, you know, we're in an era where they don't use weapons a lot, so they don't really know how to use the steps. So, take, yeah. typically, like nowadays, you'd see the guy, like, take the top half off. And then yeah. choke slam him on the flat part that's still there. But here, Taker just ah fuck it, go into the corners yeah. and then, <laughs> um, and then Goldust just shit cans the steps on top of him later in the match. So I mean, it was yep, some pretty yep. brutal stuff in this one. It was a fun little brawl. It was good. It was good. And I, and I like how like they had to kind of pretend it was it was heavier than what they thought it was going to be. You know? Mm. Oh, the steps. So they, yeah, the steps. So when they picked yeah, it yeah. up, they're like, oh. and then when they threw it, they threw it like it was if a, it was a pillow. You know. <laughs> So I've always wanted because I, I trained in wrestling for a few months and okay. the steps that were at my school were heavy as shit. So I don't know if it's like across the board. Maybe WWE has, you know, uh, lighter steps, but it's always a mystery to me. It's always a mystery. I, maybe these guys are just I, strong. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could never tell you if they're heavier than what they say. I know that they can't be that heavy, you know. Yeah, for for at least a show. I mean, tra- maybe when they have their in ring training, it's it's a lot different. But mm. I know for the show, it's gotta be so a you're saying lighter, right? You're saying there might be shoot steps and working steps, maybe. You know? Yes, yes, it's point. a work, brother. Yeah, exactly. Hey, what was uh, what was up with Taker doing a random ass small package in this match, dude? That I can never figure that out because there will be times where Undertaker's trying to do like cruiserweight moves yeah like he he like did like a, a arm bar takedown one time on mankind it's like whoa what are we going what are we doing here you know yeah i, I don't think- know i guess because i guess he thought that maybe gold does and him were similar size that you know maybe. Would care. well it looked like taker was going for the tombstone but they he like lost him a little bit it was like kind of botchy so they were like in a weird tangled position and taker had to do something uh, so just he, to like, save it yeah, like, oh no, I was I wasn't messing it up. I was just putting them in position for a small package, you know, the move that I always do. British strong style Undertaker <laughs> over here. Um maybe maybe all that KY jelly that Goldust puts on himself, all the glitter and stuff like that. It's just oh, too slippery, you know? That's actually a really good defense uh, mechanism. That's what he wanted. That's what he wanted. You know? Right. So it's all it's all part of the storytelling, and I just missed yep. it. Uh, so yep. gl- I'm glad yep. you're here. Glad you're here. Yep. Uh well after that, because <laughs> Taker just Pops out of that small package, hits him with a lariat, yep. and then hits him with a tombstone. A little stall on the pin, though. Didn't go right for the pin. And I'm like, what? what's the hub yeah, up here? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what was the point of that. I don't know if they were supposed to do something or Marlene was supposed to come in and do something. But it was like it was kind of weird because usually he goes and yeah. does a thing with the hands and the whole crowd's one, two, you know, so. Right. Well, which is weird. He's he's about to pin him, and then mankind busts oh busts gosh. out of the ring. I mean, explodes out of the ring like a <laughs> like a stripper out of a birthday cake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I uh, pulls I pulls Undertaker to hell. Thoughts? To hell. Smoke. I I. I didn't know what to think when, when this happened, to be honest. I mean, like, I thought it was cool. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, here's Mankind doing his shenanigans again. But it's like, at this time, 
at this time it's kind of funny because you're wondering as a kid like does mankind also possess same similar powers does undertaker mm. have because you know yeah. at that time undertaker's the only one to do those type of things and here's uh mankind doing similar feats and strengths you know so you're like he's met his match some may say that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying so he's he's a, he's a true uh adversary for undertakers yeah I, mean, I thought it was a pretty cool they had, i don't know if i know they did it once when undertaker did it to diesel earlier right. in the year in the cage match right. other than that right. i don't think they've ever done this i'm sure they have i still know but they did it again um but yeah under so no i think you're right we brought up earlier how mankind, mankind after his match sprinted to the backstage area so i was like what at what point did he get back under the ring like they must have been really sneaky <laughs> with it you know what i'm saying <laughs> unless it was like during right. the brian pillman shit like everybody's right right like, right oh, what is he saying and then they like did they turn that. off the lights for him to go underneath you know what i'm saying yeah or... maybe he just took his mask off and nobody recognized him oh mm. maybe yeah and he was like a cameraman that went in there but really he was oh you know what you know that actually could be like this you know put him in black clothes and then have like a second yeah. mankind costume underneath the ring right right yeah yeah we're solving this, it uh did a little switcheroonie and uh you know yeah. turn a little switch for the uh the pyro smoke and then uh it wasn't pyro smoke it was hell just, just <laughs> the, 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 the fire and brimstone i think it was uh yeah, <clears throat> which is which i always thought was weird when they do these spots mm-hmm. is like do they have a specific area to cut i would think so yeah Maybe that's what was taking him so long. Maybe mankind. Maybe that's why there was like a bit of a pause. Like mankind oh, couldn't find okay, like okay. the the perforation or whatever in the mat. Don't know. Don't know. Because but. like to to do the other cut because he brings Undertaker down. Yeah. And then Undertaker has to find like the same area. Right. right? A similar area. I, I guess like there was time he needed to crawl to the other side. Yeah, because there was a bit of yeah. Because so mankind pulls him to hell. And then mankind crawls back up on top of the ring and then some time passes and then undertaker busts through the ring on the opposite side of the ring. And then they fight to the back or whatever the hell. But yeah, it's your, I mean, it's also their gold dust and taker are wrestling on this ring that may or may not just cave in at any point, which is another, <laughs> you know, that would have yes. been embarrassing, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they fight to the backstage into the boiler room. Oh, Oh, I wonder what's going to happen with that. Right, right, right. A little um, Easter egg for uh, mm. summer. Yes, sir. Got the boiler room brawl coming. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, furthering the Taker Mankind storyline. I mean, it was probably mm-hmm. some of the best stuff of either their got their career, honestly. So, although this 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 time, I mean, we think about it. This was '96, right? Yeah. So who who would have thought that like in '98 they bring this back? And they just they just go right you know crazier you know with everything with king of the ring and and everything that ends up happening for for both mankind and undertaker it's kind of crazy to see the uh, the origins of their feud uh start here yeah especially because undertaker has just been involved in nonsense for like see years seemingly <laughs> facing like king kong bundy no. and giant Gonzalez himself <laughs> <laughs> yes it's like finally he's got something like worthwhile yes, to uh, exactly something to challenge him and something to like you know he, he you could build on too yeah but um so that's where we're at with that and after that we got a little summer slam ad so we got oh 
Yeah, this, big fan. Because this is the this is the um because this is when they go to Atlanta for uh, the Olympics in '96. Mm, yes. So they're trying to tie in that whole uh, Olympic campaign and and getting ready for everyone to watch the Olympics. So that's why they do this. I remember. And uh, it, I, I kind of miss when WWE would do stuff like this. Yeah, like Brock Lesnar giving F5 to a shark. Yeah, to stuff like shark. that. Yeah. Remember Eddie Guerrero? Like he was on the track and then like he like tied everyone's shoes oh, to yes. like the. <laughs> so good. Yeah, here Ahmed Johnson just running through all the hurdles. Yeah, and... exactly. Yeah. I don't know if Shawn Michaels would be my high jump representative personally, but. Uh... Yeah, I know they have to find something. I don't know. What else would he do? I mean, what other, what Olympic sport would Shawn Michaels be a gold medalist in, do you think? Let's see. Uh, Curly, maybe? Well, Curly. <laughs> like current day Shawn Michaels, I could see him as a curler for sure. Yeah. The, oh, dude, this, the way, you know, say, dude, it's not, it's, curling is a good sport to watch. You ever watch curling? I've seen it on at like restaurants and stuff. I don't really oh, know what's going dude, on. It's intense, man. It seems, and you see seems, somebody yeah. like squatting all weird mm. just to let go of that disc. And then you hear the other people trying to sweep and shit. I mean, the, you know, as Filipinos, these is, that's kind of our sport, you know, sweeping and stuff, you know, with our, <laughs> with the little brooms, with our little brooms, you know, like we could do this. You're saying we we're built for it. I say you and I can be the ones to do the, uh, the sweeping. We need to, you know, let's get Matt Ritter to, uh, to do the to do the the one with the disc, the he can puck. he can be the puck. Maybe he can contort. He can contort himself too. Yeah, to yeah. Go, you know, man, I'm just shout getting out, a lot of I'm out. getting a lot of thumbnail ideas with this, but uh, <laughs> we'll we'll workshop it, man. We'll get a team together. Hey, hey, we'll get a team. We'll get a squad. There we know. go. Squad goals. The curlers. Let's let's <laughs> get girl. it. Let's get it. Uh, well, that brings us to the main event. We got a six man tag team match. We got Camp Cornette. The team of Owen Hart, British Bulldog, and Vader taking on, I just noticed they had a name, the People's Posse. Is that what they were dude, called? That's what Cage dude. Match says their name was. I don't remember. No, that I, I, I believe that because remember they had him and Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash had two dudes with attitudes. Yeah, that's right. So that's People's Posse, uh, no lie. I, I want to say this is Shawn Michaels. I want to say this Shawn Michaels gave this uh Oh, it's idea. definitely his idea. I'm, I'm not arguing <laughs> that. It's just not good at all, man. The People's Posse. Not the Main Street Posse. The People's Posse. The People's Posse, man. Ahmed Johnson, Shawn Michaels, and Psycho Sid. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to tell you this. I loved every single thing about this. Yes, right? The The whole... You know who was my favorite, too? Sid was my favorite to watch out of this whole thing. Yes. Dude, he was Dude. so animated. He was so hyped to be there. And I don't know if it's because the crowd hasn't seen him in a while or they are just right. his energy. But every time that he was in the ring, I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. You know? And so, uh, maybe had also, too, when I think about it, it might have been because we had seen, like, Shawn Michaels, Owen Hart, and, and British right. Bulldog in, like, so many matches was kind of nice to see a, a a new addition yeah no for sure yeah sid i mean i've i i've shit on sid a lot on this podcast i haven't really liked a lot of what i've seen from sid <laughs> yeah. you know as a heel facing diesel or with the million dollar corporation or whatever yeah 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 this show turned me into a sid mark i Same. loved Same. everything he comes because he's a new baby face he's like you said he's returned after a, a little hiatus 
He's back. The crowd is just eating it up. I don't know if he's from Vancouver or what the hell, but the crowd here loves them some Sid, and I can't blame him. Dude, it's like a, a, anything that he did, he was so electric, to, and he connected with the fans for sure, for some reason that night. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it it, it was kind of weird too because they had Shawn Michaels come out first. Yeah, that that struck me as weird too. Right? Wasn't that weird? Right? And then they had Ahmed, and then they had Sid. I remember when Sid came out, like the crowd was a little bit more hype than they were for Sean. I felt, you know, I would agree. And I don't that. know if it was because he was more engagement. You know, what I'm saying he was like throwing his hands up as if he just he just like nailed a touchdown. But like he he was really into this match, man. Dude, yeah. I mean, the match itself, I mean, is awesome. But before, like the entrances, so Sean comes out. And this is the famous spot where Sean's coming out and the crowd like knocks over the barricade <laughs> trying to touch up. So good. I don't know if that was planted or what, but it was so cool. See, I was gonna, I'm glad you said because I was going to say it if you weren't going to say it. But, dude, it's so funny because when I look at that video, I pause it a couple of times just to see what kids were like. I don't care about rules. I'm going to touch them. And you see like the bunch of kids like, uh, should I? What should I do? Yeah, you yeah. know, like. And, do, we, uh, do we storm the ring? Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> what What would you have done if you were that uh that person? Would you have been like that fan? Just grab him and just hug him, or uh, probably wrapped him in a small package. Honestly, if <laughs> I yeah, because Undertaker taught us that's what you do when things go awry. <laughs> I might just carry that in my everyday life from now on. <laughs> when in doubt, small package. Um. Uh, Oh yeah. my god. So everybody comes out and uh Vader it's 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 Vader and Ahmed Johnson in the ring starting off, but Vader is like, No, I want Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And uh so they start. It's a pretty hot start. Sean, you know, knocks him to the outside, hops over the rope, plunge it to the outside. Yeah. Oh goddamn pal. When Sid tags in, that Dude, hot tag. Hot tag, man. It's the most chaotic hot tag I've ever seen him. Everything and he I does, love yeah. I love when he jumps in. He doesn't do any attack moves. He looks at the crowd first. Like he's <laughs> <Yes>. like, <laughs> and they the really crowd like just me. goes wild. Like, yeah. You're what really the... happy that I'm here? And wow. then he starts to go into his moves. <laughs> Dude, it's like, because he does everything just like a little bit wrong. Like yeah. he, he hits the ropes like backwards somehow. I don't know what he's doing. And then he like grabs, I don't even remember who it was, a bulldog or somebody, he, like grabs yeah, him by the yeah, wrist yeah. and does like rapid fire kicks, which were like so fast, by the way. It's like, where's this athleticism coming from from Sid? And you and you, it's so funny because when he grabs him by the wrist, usually that's a thing that you're gonna catapult them to the rope. Yeah, yeah. So you see Bulldog take a step back, but then he actually gets kicked and he doesn't think about the kick, and he's like, oh, 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 and then he starts <laughs> selling it afterwards. Yeah. And uh <laughs> Yeah, Sid doing stuff like that is is hilarious, man. Those punch he has the longest arms I've ever seen Dude. in my life, by the way. He's like these rounded punches. They look so silly, but I don't know. It's it was great. And then you know, a lot of people were kind of like, I know uh, you know, I, I've heard this before. People in WWE were kind of like teasing him about doing softball and stuff. But like, I don't know, looking at his body, he looked like he was kind of made for softball, you know, sports, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, yeah, I, oh, I think it's built for a pro wrestler, but I mean, so I mean, I could see him in third base. You know, exactly. <laughs> left fielder, left fielder, maybe. Or? Oh, is he a pitcher or a catcher? What do you think? Oh, that's a good one. Depending on his uh, his screwball and how fast it goes, maybe determines. <laughs> yeah. 
couple of knuckleballs in there. I hear you. I hear you. Maybe his RBI is not that good. So yeah, probably his on base percentage is uh, subpar. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just, everything that he did, the choke slam, yeah, he did the choke slam and everything like that, and he got. It's so funny. There, we're talking about everyone uh, being a hundred percent into this match, right? Including mm-hmm. Sid. You know who was not one hundred percent into this match was Ahmed Johnson. How dare you? That person, I don't think he, when he walked out, it looked like he was like, I'm done for the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was his entrance. Well, he spent a lot of energy conjuring up a promo before the match, so you can't really blame him. <laughs> he was soaking wet just from trying to talk. I think, I think Owen Hart is like telling him what to do, what, what to do from outside of the ring, a couple of spots, like with him um, and British yeah. Bulldog, because he, he had the least amount of time in the ring for that reason. And it's so funny because, like, when Sid tried to get him involved, like, I think they were supposed to do a spot. Mm-hmm. He, like, has to tag him. He tagged him once on the shoulder and tagged him twice with a hand like this yeah. to, like, wake him up. Like, he just didn't seem into what was going on or present, you know? Yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah, it's it's hard to even gather what's going on in Ahmed Johnson's mind, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he's another guy is like... I mean, when he came in the ring, he had his he had his time to shine too. He was like throwing Owen, like the three. I think calling him German suplexes would be a bit generous. I mean, he was just kind of just yanking them and tossing Owen all over. They're the place. like base base suplex at at best, you know? What right, saying? like not even. Like I mean, it, do you hear that story about Booker T and and seeing Ahmed Johnson at like the airport or something? I don't think so. So I think on Booker T's podcast or something, they said how he mentioned how he saw Ahmed Johnson. At an airport, and Ahmed Johnson gives him like a wink and a smile, and Booker T doesn't do anything, and he's like, he doesn't deserve my attention. What? <laughs> Why? Yeah, I guess I guess they still had beef from from back in the day or something like oh, that. Oh, Harlem Heat, maybe. Yeah, the new there Harlem you go. Heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so Harlem he like, Heat. Yeah. He like jumped into his grave a little bit. Well, it wasn't a grave. Yeah, I mean, it was kind yeah. of Harlem Heat was the grave actually at that point, but yeah, yeah. Well, Ahmed Johnson's here. He's wet. <laughs> Um, he's a solid performer, bro. Vader tries to do a splash on the Ahmed Johnson oh in the corner, and Ahmed God. just catches Vader Dude. and power slams him. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ, this fella is a strong. See, that's the thing. I, I, I like people get it so upset because he was like super, super strong. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Like Va- mean, Vader was like what 400, 400 plus or something like that, or probably yeah. It's beefy boy. It, and he just picked them up and just power slammed them like it was like, you know, nothing, you know. Well, I mean, I mean, speaking of strength, I mean, Bulldog ain't no slouch either. Throwing out oh, a, yeah, stalling, yeah, yeah. a stalling vertical <laughs> suplex on Sid, which looked pretty nice. On a tall <laughs> yeah, guy that like that, nice. that's got to be hard as hell. That was pretty um, nice, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the overall energy of this match, the pace. Because a lot of times, like these tag matches, they could feel like just a series of singles matches yeah. where it's yeah. like, okay, you two go ahead, and then we're gonna lock you in a chin lock for a few minutes, and then all right, now mm-hmm. you two. This one felt like constant action. It felt like people were interrupting pins, people were yep. double teaming, people were like yep. mixing up. It was it was just awesome. I, I really like this match. Very high energy, and then Shawn Michaels does that uh, high hope suicida move at the very end of the match, which I yeah. thought was pretty wild. You know. Um, just showing off his athleticism. Hey, oh, maybe, maybe he should be the high jump. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, maybe you're right. Now that now that you, we put two and two together, and then what? Yeah. What did you think about that fan uh, <laughs> jumping out at the? <laughs> Bro, he got on the top rope. He was almost there. 
He was about to phenomenal forearm somebody in this ring. I and think. then Ahmed Johnson gives him that stare. Cool. He just oh, just goes right back. <laughs> it became very real <laughs> for him. I didn't think I'd get this far. Yes. Yeah, him oh and Bulldog. Gosh. Ahmed and Bulldog both cornered him. Nope. Yeah. Nope. No, sir. Yeah. If I was that dude's friend, that's all I would always say. Hey, remember that time you tried to? And then Ahmed Johnson just stared you down. <laughs> yeah. If there's a match to try to interfere in as a fan, I don't think this is the one, fella. I mean, maybe nah, try to nah. maybe try to get advantage of Hog. Maybe he, he's yeah, there not going to know what's going yeah, on. There you go. Or the smoking guns and body diners. Maybe you uh, might have yeah. a little altercation with Sonny. You know what I'm saying? What's, yeah, yeah. What's Zip going to do, you know? Yeah, so, right? He going to do nothing. Exactly. So, um... But yeah, towards the end, uh, Sid chokeslams everybody, tosses Sean with a rocket launcher onto somebody. And then at some point, Jim Cornette's in the ring. Sean Michaels grabs his racket. Or no, Ugh. so Sean goes for the, the sweet chin music, is tuning up right. the band. Jim Cornette trips him up. Sean pulls him up, grabs his racket. And then I don't think he hits anybody with it, does he? No, I don't think he hits yet. anybody. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's right, because he's distracted with Cornette in the corner. Right. This allows Vader to hit him with a splash in the corner and then hits the Vader bomb uh, for the win. So ooh. Vader pins the WWF champion in the main event. No, what does that my mean? God, my God, with SummerSlam on the horizon, the hottest party of the summer. Oh, oh he's big. Oh, it's probably what Vince is saying. Uh, then we get a little Pearl Harbor job at the end. The baby faces attack and then they stand mm-hmm. tall, I guess. That uh, Sid throws out some power bombs on like everybody. Yeah. On uh, everybody, which is crazy, you know. Except Vader, because Vader skedaddles. He's able to right. he gets pulled out by the other guys. Yeah, by uh British Bulldog, I think, pulls him out. Yeah, yeah. And when Sean, you know, leaps on Vader and then they brawl. So we're all set. We're setting up the SummerSlam. I don't know if what the other guys are. I forget what the other guys do at SummerSlam. I'm sure they'll be intertwined somehow. But yeah, uh, well, I, well, we talked about the uh, Undertaker Mankind uh, Brawler Room match. That happens. Yeah. Um, the other stuff, I, I actually don't know. I actually forgot. We'll just have to wait and see. Bella. We are. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I mean, what? incidents happen but speaking of incidents international oh 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 oh, got me all excited about vancouver a b pay-per-view in vancouver but (laughs) overall man if you had to give a grade to this show from s to f what do you think you would throw at it well from s i will say since this is the first time that the ic champion oh the world champion are together on teams you My know, goodness. I feel like, you know, I would give this for back then. Maybe a, maybe a B plus. OK, maybe a B plus. I, would. I like it. I like it. Uh, do, do you do you have those titles with you at all times, by the way, just in case? Just when I see you, baby. Oh, a couple <laughs> champions. Sorry, I wish I had one to hold, you know. Oh, I'll send, I can send you one. I can send you one. We'll, we'll, we'll superimpose it in post. You know, I'll just put it over. Put there it you go. go. Yeah. There you go. We'll, we'll, we'll both do uh, HBK type Playboy pictures <laughs> and we'll, it'll be both of us. That's yeah. the thumbnail. That's the thumbnail. There you go. I like the way you think. There you go. There you I go. mean, that that's a you can people's get... posse. That's what they want. They want people's posse. Is that is that what we are? The people's posse? We're the people's posse. We're the Filipino people's pop pop, 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 pop,
it's it, it'll trip people up so it avoids people of messing with us that's right right <laughs> i mean right. when people see us they're gonna be like get your asses out of here but speaking of which <laughs> speaking of which first of all just thank you Dave, so much for uh making the time to come on here again talk some of wrestling course, of course of where course. can everybody see your beautiful beautiful face and hear your beautiful beautiful uh, voice on the social medias and whatnot you can find me at the Get Your Podcast on Twitter, Get Your Podcast on Instagram. If you can't find me there, you can find me on Thursdays with Marks and Mikes at 9, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central Time. Um, get you us a little bit on a break until Survivor Series, but I do have a bunch of This Your Boy Just episodes out. We're talking mostly about hip-hop. I just did one where I talk about an up-and-coming rapper named Big, Big Herc, King Herc. So check out that out right now. It's out right now. Um, but yeah. You know, Kyle, you got to call my uh, get show when, when the crew gets back together. We talk about some stuff. And uh, I'll talk yeah, some man, rap. I appreciate you. Yeah, you talk we, some rap. All right. Let, let's do a little scrappy retrospective. Hey, I, I love scrappy. Gangsta, gangsta. It's a bop. Hey, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> this is my MySpace <laughs> song for a while. Good times. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Once again, thank you to Just from the Get Show Podcast, for joining me on this show. Always a good time with my boy Justino. Check him out at Get Show Podcast all across the board, I think. I don't know. All of that's in the description below. Go check out the Get Show Podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, check out Marks and Mikes as well. Hey, you know what you should also check out? I don't know. Let's hit that jingle, Bartholomew. WCWECWWWF, who's the hardest promotion? Eric or Vince or Polly? I think we can agree, though, it's mostly shit. Alrighty then, let's grade this show, shall we? But first of all, let's review what we're doing here. We are going to review, we're going to compare WWF, WCW, and ECW at this point in time, July 21st, 1996. We'll take a look at the in-ring, the out-of-ring, the roster, all of this stuff. Each thing has its associated point value, which each company will either earn or lose. We'll compare, contrast. First things first, before we get into anything, let's grade this show, shall we? From a scale of S to F, S being one of the greatest shows of all time to F being the drizzling shits. Um, this is not a drizzling shit show. I thought it might be. Like I said in the beginning, when I looked at this card, I was expecting this to be like a D pay-per-view. Um, it is not a D pay-per-view, not an F pay-per-view. Maybe a C. I think it's either C or B. You know, it's not fantastic, but I it was an easy watch, you know, sub two hours. These are all things we take into account, you know, like the pacing of the show kind of the context of what the show is to like, we're not going to compare, you know, the WrestleManias against like this kind of short form pay-per-view, you know, but, but we kind of do. Cause you know, we'll get into it, but C or B, I think in your house nine would be fair. I think we said B on the podcast. <clears throat> I'm wondering if that's a little, I think, I think C plus is what I'm thinking. The main event was really awesome though. God, maybe maybe it is a B because the main event was awesome. Stone Cold versus Marrow was really good. You know, Mankind had a squash match, but I thought that was really effective. You have the, him and the Undertaker furthering their feud. The Gold Dust stuff, tag team stuff, maybe takes it down a bit. Damn, man, is this a B? This might be a B. 
I kind I kind of liked the show to be honest. Am I crazy? I mean, King of the Ring got to be. I think this is as good as King of the Ring probably, right? I'm going to throw a B at it. Maybe it's generous, but I think it was just a fun it was I I enjoyed watching this show. The main event also was like half the show. So that's like a big weight on it, you know what I mean? So All right, we got a B, <clears throat> which I think is uh, I believe WWF has been running a lot of B pay-per-views, so which is pretty good. So the next thing we look at is which company between the three has the highest average uh, pay-per-view grade. And as, as of right now, WWF still has the highest grade averaging about a B, um, which is similar to how it's been all year. So no changes there. So that brings us to the overall scoreboard. Currently, WWF and ECW are tied with 10 points. WCW in the rear with two points. How do we get these points? Well, let's walk us through it, shall we? So like I said, each criteria has its own associated point value, including the best overall average pay-per-view grade, which we just touched on. WWF maintains those six points. Best pay-per-view, still WrestleMania 12, as that is the only A as of right now. So WWF maintains those two points. Worst pay-per-view, still WCW Super Brawl. Uh, obviously, In Your House 9 was not worse than that. So WCW maintains that negative one point. In-ring, best overall. We're tracking ECW as the best currently. Um, <clears throat> man. <clears throat> so we're coming off of ECW uh, Heat Wave 1996 where the in-ring wasn't that stellar. Whereas this show, I mean, Marrow and Austin was really good. Even Taker versus Goldust was fine. The main event was awesome. Um, shit, dude. I, th- I thought the in-ring was solid throughout this entire show, to be honest. Do we switch this to WWF? Because, you know, ECW has been losing a lot of their key in-ring guys like Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, Dean Malenko, Benoit, Eddie. Even like Mick Foley and, uh, you know, Steve Austin was there. I mean, now because ECW, they have what Shane Douglas. They got, you know, Scorpios fucking around somewhere. Raven, Dreamer, Sandman, like that whole crew, they've just been involved in a lot of brawl nonsense, dude. I think we might switch this to WWF for now. I think that's what we're doing, gang. WWF retains, or they uh, they take those four points away from ECW. So now WWF is starkly in the lead with 14 points. ECW drops down to uh, six points. Best match of the year. Sean versus Diesel in your house seven. Ooh. Dude, I really liked that six man tag. I mean, it's going to be WWF either way, so it doesn't totally matter. But was the six man tag better than Sean versus Diesel in your house seven? I think. I think what might give Sean and Diesel the edge here, I think a good one-on-one match, in my opinion, has more value than a good six-man tag. Maybe not always, but I think in this case it does. 
considering that, you know, Sean and Diesel was for the world title. It was it had a, a really great build to it as well. Plus, the match was great. So I think Sean and Diesel just barely keeps the edge, but it's a, it's a close one. It's a close one. Worst match. We're tracking Ultimate Warrior and Gold Dust. Also from In Your House 7. Nothing on this show was worse than that. Not even close. So WWF maintains the best and the worst match of the year so far. So they get plus two for the best and negative one for the worst. Uh, they maintain those. So no change to the scoreboard there. Roster star power. So we take into account, you know, the the uh, like the mainstream appeal of everybody, the star power, the, the in-ring quality, the technical ability, the promo, like all that stuff. Right. We're tracking WCW as the best because right as at this point, they got the NWO is just cooking. Um, they're just getting off the floor. We got Hogan, Hall, Nash. You also got your Flares, your Benoits, your Arn Andersons. You got your Macho Man, the Stings, the Lex Luger. They got a they got a pretty stacked roster over there. In addition to the cruiserweight stuff with Rey Mysterio, Dean Malenko, Psychosis, you know all those people I was talking about earlier that ECW lost. So I think we still give this to WCW. Um, I mean WWF hasn't really seen much changes since the last we looked at this, so I don't see any reason to change. Um, so we'll keep that at WCW. So they keep those four points. Wrestler of the year, Shawn Michaels. I mean, goddamn pal. Again, I mean, he's he's involved in the two matches that I was considering for best of the year. So <coughs> as much as he's kind of a, an unlikable prick at this point, I might I think I still gotta keep him there. Wrestler of the year, Shawn Michaels. I mean, who from this show would, you know. You could argue Stone Cold, but I think we're still too early in his run for him to be wrestler of the year. So we'll keep this at Shawn Michaels. We'll keep an eye out for like Mankind, Undertaker. You know, there's a lot of people that could probably overtake him eventually, but not yet. We'll keep it at Shawn Michaels. So WWF maintains those two points. Worst wrestler of the year, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, we're going to keep it there. Negative one point for WWF. So everything's staying the same there. Out of ring. So we're looking at gimmicks, characters, promos, storylines, all that stuff. Best overall, we're tracking ECW. So what storylines have we got here from In Your House 9? We got Mankind and Undertaker is going. It's pretty good so far. I don't think we've really um, hit its stride yet, but I think we're on our way. Merrill versus Austin's fine. The main event, while, while I'm praising the hell out of this main event for how good the match was, the story tied to it isn't that great, in my opinion. Um, What else we got? What else we got? I got the tag team bullshit with Sonny and the guns and the body Donnas. We got uh, Vader's there. Goldust. I think ECW still maintains this because while the in-ring stuff... And ECW at this point isn't the best. They got good stuff with Dreamer and Sand or uh, Sandman and Raven. Dreamer and Raven. They got uh, you know, the tag team division's pretty hot. The TV title division with Jericho and Shane Douglas and all that stuff. Francine turning on the Pitbulls. Yeah, ECW's got some good stories going on right now. So ECW maintains those four points. Best character storyline. We're tracking. Taz from ECW currently. Um, any characters? So we could argue mankind. 
right? Which is interesting because this year started with Cactus Jack as the best. But now he's gone to a completely different company. And now we're probably we're debating on putting him there again as a different character, which is pretty impressive. Um, <clears throat> Taz. So Taz is really good right now. Just the aura he brings about, he brings around them. Presentation, the shoot fighting thing, the Bill Alfonso, the team Taz, dropping people on their heads, calling out Sabu, his promos. I mean, he's a badass at this point. Is that better than Mankind as of July 21st, 1996? Because Mankind, I think, is the only guy that would kind of be on the running, right? Shawn Michaels' character isn't that stellar. I mean, his in-ring stuff's great, but it's it's fine. I don't think it's better than Taz. Undertaker's kind of just an idol at this point. Not an idol, but like I think Mankind's definitely pulling stuff out of him. So it, it would be Mankind over Undertaker, in my opinion. I think we'll keep it Taz for now. But man, as the year goes on, we'll keep an eye on this because Mankind might overtake him at some point. So ECW maintains those two points for now. Worst character storyline. Dungeon of Doom. Yeah. Dungeon of Doom at this point is starting to kind of fizzle out. It's like it's still there, but it's it's like it feels like it's in the background. You know what I mean? It's not at the forefront by any means. So the lack of like prominence of the faction makes me inclined to kind of change it because it, while it's bad, it's not like ruining the show you know what i mean so i don't know how long dungeon of doom will be there i mean anything on this show is is that is anything on this show worse i mean baby face body donna's is pretty bad but not worse really than that um hog godwins no No, i don't think anything on this show would be in the running so We'll keep it at Dungeon of Doom for now, but that's another one we'll keep an eye on for future shows. So WCW maintains that negative one point. So overall, the only change we've seen is the best overall in ring, which WWF took that from ECW. So now the updated score, WWF is now in the lead with 14 points. ECW in second with six points. WCW still in last place with two points. So. Big swing here, but lots of year, only about halfway through, a little over halfway through. So lots can change. We'll keep an eye on it. But that's where we stand. And I think that's about all daddy has for you today, to be honest with you, gang. Appreciate you guys hanging around. Appreciate you guys. By the way, I mean, hit me up. This is this is where the Discord can come into play. Very easy access to uh input on these if you have any other opinions if you disagree if you agree with me i i'm open for suggestions maybe there's something i'm missing maybe there's something i'm overlooking who knows hit me up slide into daddy's dms why don't you but uh join the discord do that follow me on all the social medias do that i mean what else is there to say really but um can't stop thinking about tom pritchard's ass to be honest it is a voluptuous piece of art let me tell you but with that i love y'all leave ya 
Y'all take care. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Big ol' smooches all around your body. Yeah. I'm hard.